every entrepreneur has a story. Welcome to Happy Half Hour with an Entrepreneur, where each episode, your host, Brian Carney, will share a drink with a successful business owner and have them discuss their unique journey, gaining insight on what it takes to be an entrepreneur and different ways to get there. Brian isn't just a beer nerd. He's also the co-founder of River's Edge Advisors, a financial planning firm headquartered in Delaware, specializing in working with business owners. It's time to pour yourself a drink and enjoy a happy half hour with an entrepreneur. My guest today is Don Blue. Don and his brother, Bob, and sister, Amy, own a very successful plant nursery in Centerton, New Jersey. Centerton is a third-generation family business that was started in 1974 by Don's grandparents, Ray and Marlene. The business is firmly committed to working exclusively with privately owned independent garden centers throughout North America. When the business originally started, there were fewer than 12 greenhouses and they only grew two different types of plants. Now, the business grows over 1,600 different plants and sells them to 900 unique dealers in 32 states. For our conversation, I'm gonna be drinking a beer from one of my favorite breweries, Stone Brewing in San Diego, California. FML, which stands for Fear Movie Lions, is an unfiltered double IPA that's on the stronger side with an ABV of 8.5%. Although Don does enjoy beer, he loves bourbon, and he's going to be drinking a 10-year-old whistle pig on the rocks. And with that, welcome, Don. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So the, the easiest place to start is tell me a little bit about your business um, and how you got started. Well, how we got started was a long story, but condensed down. So my namesake, Donald McAllister, actually start actually not to mess up your intro there, but Don McAllister actually started Center to Nursery. It was a hobby farm in his backyard. Oh, really? Uh, Don named it and started the company and everything. Um, and there was, you know, a, a couple greenhouses. And my grandfather bought the couple greenhouses and um, and and leased the land um, and bought the inventory. Huh. And Don was diagnosed with cancer and he was looking for a little bit of money to uh, leave for his wife. Interesting. So is that who you're named after? That's who I'm named after. That's pretty crazy. Yes. So he's actually the one who started, quote unquote, started Center to Nursery. Yeah. Uh, but obviously it's, you know, it's it's really Ray and Marlene's uh, baby. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they started the company in 1974. Um, my father got involved in 1979. Um, we've kind of grown it up. Um, I graduated college uh, from DelVal College in uh, 2001. Yep. And, you know, at the, at the time, um, well, you know, things were good. It was good for, you know, it was a good business for two people. And I said, well, we got to grow this and another mouth to feed on this company. And yeah, so we grew the business. And then two years later, my brother um, graduated from Penn State, degree in ag business, came back to the family business. And I uh, said, so, well, we got to, let's grow it again. Then shortly after that, <laughs> three years after that, my sister who couldn't find a job came back <laughs> to work here. And um, we kept telling her, you know, go find a job, go, go, <laughs> you know, go do something, go you know, something. She graduated from Loyola Marymount in uh, California with a degree in uh, communications. Okay. Well, that's not a farming degree, you know, sure. Back here for this. And, um, 
we actually, uh, she worked here for about nine months and uh, she continued to look for jobs, but um, we had an opening in, uh, in our sales, uh, in-house sales department. And we asked her if she wanted to take that and she's grabbed onto that and uh, taken the bull by the horns, uh, wrestled it to the ground, stomped on it. <laughs> Threw it over her back shoulder, and her, she owns that owns that puppy now. So. All because her older brothers tried to, to get her to go somewhere else. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so obviously, you go to Delval, your brother goes to Penn State, and you both study farming. So you know, was it a foregone conclusion that both of you were going into the family business or is this something you wanted to do? How, how did that work? Yeah, I was the only one. Um, I was the only one that went away to college and knew exactly like, um, so real quick story. My, um, my senior year of high school, my grandfather said, uh, we're driving around the nursery here. And he says to me, well, what are you going to do next year? And I said, well, I'm coming to work. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to make money. And I, you know, I was probably tickled pink having, you know, making $7 an hour. Sure. Yeah. Whatever, you know, it's a ton of money when you're 18. Yeah. I mean, I was like all, all gung ho. And he says, well, he says, that's good. It's good. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for you to get here. That's great. And then he kind of changed his tune a little bit and he says, well, you know, what if something happens though? I mean, the nursery business, he said, last couple of years have been pretty rough actually. I mean, it's been, it's been tough. He said, what happens if this thing goes under? He said, then what are you going to do? He said, then the, you only, the only thing you have to go on is my word that you were a good worker or whatever. He, he said, I don't know. He said, I, I think I, if I were you, I'd probably just go. I'll get you into Del Valle. He had connections there. Yeah. He said, I'll get you in there and <laughs> just go, just go and get your piece of paper. Just that, that's all you got to do. Just get the piece of paper. So that's what I did. So he did me and uh, he, he did me a solid and, and he kind of, he kind of screwed me a little bit too here, but, um, and the solid was he made me go away to college, which was a, uh, uh, just a, a super experience. And um, a wise man told me that you're going to learn more in college from the other people in college than you are from college itself, which was fair point. Yeah, very good truth. Um, where he where he screwed me a little bit is he just told me just just go get the piece of paper, which is exactly. <laughs> what I, did. I didn't do any more than that above that. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I I went away to come back here. Um, my brother didn't really know what he wanted to do. I think till his probably his uh, probably his senior year, he 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 kind of uh, you know came around to the fact that you know that that's exactly what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, my sister had no clue to, you know, that she wanted to come back and basically until, uh, until she was here. So what's, tell me a little bit about what your role is every day at, at Centerton nursery. What do you do exactly? So, um, honestly, or, 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 or funnily, <laughs> I would say honestly at first. <laughs> so honestly, um, so I, I'm in charge of running the business itself. Okay. Yeah. My heart is in production. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I want to be growing the plants. Where, where are we expanding? Uh, how do we make things faster? How do we make things better? How do we, uh, you know, do things smooth? Yeah. Um, is that sort of like the logistics behind growing? Is that, Kind of yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, it, it, you know, it, growing is a science, right? So you have that, it, there's a science to it. And then there's just, there's a, just a whole lot of, you know, common sense things that have to all play in to make the puzzle pieces fit. 
Yeah. Um, the joke of what I do every day, uh, which is more serious than this joke, is I run around all day and put out fires, which is right. pretty much what I do. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, we have lots, you know, we have lots of different production areas and we have lots of different sides of the business because we're growing plants um, all the way from herbs and vegetables up to three gallon shrubs and roses. And there's a whole lot of things in between. Um, and each one of those kind of has their area of uh, their, their uh, assistant manager area that is doing that and kind of, I'm just the big picture person and yeah. making it all, you know, all funnel down through the same funnel. Yeah. So when we started, we, we, it, we said that Centerton nursery started with basically two greenhouses. How many do you have now? You grow 1600 plants, but do you have any idea how many, how many greenhouses you have now? I, I haven't added it up in quite a while. Um, uh, I know they're, I know we're building 35 new ones right now, somewhere between two and 300, but I do have this number down. We have 3.2 million square feet of growing area. Wow. That's crazy. So, it's, so when you, when you talk to your, you know, your family about, you know, the, the generations before that have run the, the business, it seems to me, and, and, and I'm inferring here, but uh, that it, the, the business really started to grow once you got involved. Is that, well, is that fair or is that? Worth 3.75 times the size as when I, when I started, when I graduated college. Yeah. So what do you owe, what do you owe that success to? You know, it, it, it was just uh, a lot of it was uh, being in the right place at the right time. I mean, we wanted to grow. Our customers wanted us to grow. Um, and you're saying grow, no pun intended, right? Mm -hmm. um, we were just, you know, a lot of it was being in the right place at the right time, putting the right people in the right places. Um, you know, I am, I'm not a guy that's going to sit here and beat my own drum. I mean, it, you know, we have a really good team of people and, you know, they've all just come together and made it work. Uh, we're fairly, we're fairly young, young crew. Yeah. Um, you know, Bobby and Amy are both younger than me. Um, our operations manager is, um, uh, two years younger than I am. Um, she's in her late thirties. Um, our production manager is in his mid thirties. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're young, we're hungry. We're, we're, we're trying to stay on the, uh, on the cutting edge of, of the, of the business or of the industry. Yeah. And we're looking for, you know, the, the, we're, we're trying to stay up with the trends and do uh, what we can do. And, you know, we've just, we've got a great group of people together and everybody works together to do it. And, um, and then, well, I mean, we have legacy employees too. I mean, we have people here that, you know, that are working out in the nursery that started with my grandfather, been here 30, 40 years. Amazing. That really so, is amazing. So you, you mentioned, so you, you like the production and the growing part. Your sister, Amy crushes it in the sales group. What does your brother Bob do? My brother kind of focuses on sales and marketing. Um, you know, we have um, a consumer based website. Um, we have uh, another website that's basically directed right to our, um, right to our customers, which that doesn't mean anything in the consumer world. It's, you know, a lot of scientific names and things like that. Um, yeah. So, but we do, do we do strive a lot to keep up our consumer website for anybody who wants to buy our, our brands. Mm -hmm. um, and then we, you know, we have a yearly catalog and a yearly calendar and every single plant that leaves out of here has got a 
big color label on it with tons of information um, because we, we, we found that uh, the, the gardeners are not as educated as they were uh, 15 and 20 years ago. Um, you know, they, they, they don't know that much about plants. They don't know that much about gardening. And we try to give them as much information as we can and then back that up with a website too, um, especially this year with COVID. The Googling of just gardening was up sure. to, you know, hundreds and hundreds of percent this year. Yeah. Uh, trying to grow their own crops. Yeah, I was going to say, so actually, since you bring up COVID, how, how did the pandemic affect your business? We sat around here for the first month of it and did absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, just, just trying to figure out what's going on. Trying to figure out what's going on. We should have been shipping stuff out the door at, at, at a super steady rate the month of March. And I, I mean, it was just dribs and drabs of somebody needs a couple of these, somebody needs a couple of this. And, you know, we were shipping out one trailer load. We should have been shipping out 30 and 40. Sure. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, to the point where you were scratching our heads, like, I don't know, do we go look for jobs or what? Like, what do we do? What do we yeah. do? Luckily, we, um, we kind of put our nose to the grindstone and tried to figure out ways to, you know, spread the, uh, spread the word of, of, of gardening and the, the positive attributes of it. Um, we took a lot of plants and um, to all of the local hospitals here in, in Southern New Jersey. And we brought plants there to give away to the healthcare workers and um, got it on the news and in the newspapers and things like that. And, you know, basically just trying to say like, you know, plant, plants, plants don't get COVID, right? Right. Yeah. That's a safe, it's a safe thing, you know? And if you're uh, home, maybe you can do a garden. Right. Yeah. And, you know, luckily. In the spring. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, after, after some time and it took some time, but after some time we were able to, uh, our customers, our garden center customers were able to open based on local laws or state laws. Um, you know, and the big thing was, was the whole time that they were supposed to be closed, Lowe's and Home Depot were allowed to be open and crazy. They just, you know, a lot of them fought that battle and just, this is not right. How, how can they be open, but we're not allowed to be, you know? Yeah. Did, um, did you, uh, did any of your customers not survive the pandemic be, for that very reason? I don't think so. We haven't noticed any yet. That's um, good. Pretty much all of them at some point in time were allowed to open. Yeah. We had some customers, um, Midwest, especially, uh, uh, Michigan was, Michigan was really bad. Um, Illinois, uh, they weren't a lot, a lot of those guys weren't allowed to open until the end of May. Well, you know, most of the season's over. Um, yeah. Luckily there were enough people at that point in time that were still looking for product that I think they did. Okay. You know, and the yeah. ones, the ones that were able to open early did fantastic. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting. The one thing I find fascinating about your business is that you're used to dealing with how revenue can be impacted by the unexpected. Obviously no one expects a pandemic, but Talk a little bit about how dependent upon your entire revenue is based upon what happens with the weather. I mean, yeah. that's about as unpredictable as it gets to try to have to manage that. That's got to be kind of crazy. Yeah. So, you know, huh, COVID had something to do with that, too. Yeah. I've never in my life heard so many of my customers say every day is a Saturday. Yeah. And that never existed in our industry. Right. The <laughs> centers relied on Friday afternoon 
Saturday and Sunday. Yep. And what you would, what our job was to get an order for them on Monday, Tuesday, and before Friday, get that product delivered to sell that weekend and then do it all over again. Yep. And that was our, that, that was our job doing that every single week. Yep. Now this year, it was not that way. If the weather was good, garden centers are out in the open. Yeah. That's a great place to go. If it's raining, nobody's going to the garden center. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, if we have, you know, a rainy mother's day weekend, you know, that can, that could impact our business 30% for the year. That's insane. So when, when you start getting around, you know, 10, 15 days out for mother's day weekend, you start just checking the weather every single day. Yeah. We get hives. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? Because yeah, literally talk about running a business on something that you literally have absolutely no control over. You can't control if it's going to be 40 and rainy in New Jersey in, in May. No, no. Now I will tell you this. There was a big difference. Um, when I, when I, when I graduated college, 2001, we were shipping to seven States. Right. Mid-Atlantic. That Good point. Mid yeah. Now, I mean, we go all the way out, uh, our farthest to the West and South is Houston, Texas, all the way up, uh, you know, through Chicago into Milwaukee and Green Bay. Right. So when you spread out that far, your chances of bad weather. You're diversifying amongst your weather. The East, you know, the Eastern half of the U.S. at the same time is limited. That's a great point. That is a good point. Still, still has to be a little bit stressful though. It is. Um, so the one thing, obviously we're talking about garden centers. You're, you guys have made the conscious decision to not really deal with the big box stores and you're firmly dedicated to those independent garden centers. How, how did you decide to really build your business around them? You know, we, well, we started out with independence mm -hmm. and the, we got into it and we were approached several times by um, the big boxes, whether you, and, and there's so many of them out there. I mean, you're, you, you know, you have, there's local, local grocery store chains that, uh, you know, that have big numbers. Um, uh, Lowe's Home Depot, Walmart, Kmart, um, even, even Sears had some, uh, had some stuff back in the day, but yeah, uh, you know, we just never made the jump thankful that we didn't. And really, I mean, that those decisions that, happened back then when they really could have happened was on my dad and my grandfather. You know, that was on their watch really. Yeah. And we finally just coined ourselves as we're going to grow something that they can't go buy at Hello's and Home Depot. We're going to, we're going to be the, the grower for the independent. And uh, we, in fact, we even had a slogan to think outside of the box. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, great. Well, uh, it, it, you're really proven that it, it shows and it's a super, responsible thing from a marketing perspective to niche up and really just focus on one niche and drive it home and do extremely well in that niche. Cause you can't be all things to all people. Well, it's a, it, it's a different market altogether. Yeah. Um, you know, the Lowe's and Home Depot customers, I mean, they're, they're trying to Lowe's and Home Depot, they take their product and they tell them, okay, this is what I want to pay for it. And I need you to cut off 25 cents and make it only look like you cut off 10 cents, mm -hmm. right? Okay, we're the opposite of that 
we're trying to add 10 cents to make it look like we added 25 cents. Right, right. Yeah. Right. It's, 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 but it's a completely different market. Okay. Uh, the quality has to be of the highest quality. The marketing has to be there. Um, you know, we just hear so many times, uh, oh, you know, I bought such and such at Lowe's and Home Depot and it died. You know, well, they're, they're not, they're, they're growing for the sale. They're not growing for um, that, that master gardener or the gardener that really that knows exactly what they're looking for. The latest, greatest, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and they're, they're trying to turn out, you know, just huge, huge numbers, um, you know, without any real, real idea of, uh, you, you know, how, how many of this can the masses actually use, you know? Yep. Yeah. That, I, I get it. That, that makes a ton of sense. So, uh, I like to ask this question to people. So if you could go back in time and visit yourself when you were say 23, 25 and you know, a 40 something Don blue goes back to the guy barely making it through college, <laughs> trying to get, trying to get that piece of paper or maybe even to like 25, what advice would you have given to yourself? If you could go back in time and do that. By Google. <laughs> good that's a good that's good <laughs> that's that's um, a pretty good one yeah i don't know it's really hard for me to answer that question um i i am uh one of these guys who uh i i have this idea in my head that um now l- let me stop uh I, i've made mistakes yeah but i have very very little regrets mm-hmm. uh, Every mistake I've made has, you know, changed me in some way um, and in some form. And they're all learning experiences. And yeah. I don't, I don't know how you go go through life without some of them. I mean, the first time we walk, we're going to fall. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a great point because, you know, the old saying is there are no failures. There's only learning experiences. And I think that really comes into play a lot when you when you run a business for as long as you have. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know, and and uh, the the interesting thing was is how my grandfather brought brought me up in that too. You know, they allowed that my grand my grandparents, my father, you know, they allowed us to make mistakes. They knew we were they knew we were going to make a mistake. So they let you touch the hot stove. Yeah. So it goes going to as long as it didn't cost too much. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of that's pretty interesting. So they see you going down a road and they know that you're making a mistake, but they didn't stop you. Yeah, of course. (laughs) You know, then and that happened several times. Yeah. But then what's really exciting was times when my grandfather says, I don't think it's going to work. We tried that before and it didn't work. Well, just because it didn't work 20 years ago, doesn't mean it doesn't work today. It's a good point. Okay. And I mean, now we're seeing things happen so fast. Okay. You mentioned to me uh, or uh, in your intro, yeah, we were growing two types of plants. Uh, Center to nursery sells 1500 different SKUs now. Yeah. There's no, I mean, we can't do business the same way we did 45 years ago. We can't do business the same way we did 20 years ago. You have to evolve. What we've seen happen this year, we can't do business the way we did business last year. Right. You have to evolve. You have to change. If you're not, you're dying. Yep. 
That's that's a huge uh, that's a huge point there because I think a lot of places it, it's the old you're either growing or you're dying and if you're not adapting to what's going on around you you're going to get left behind. If you're not growing, you're dying. If you're if you're just sitting still, you're dying. Yeah, exactly. Everything else is going up around you. Well, I was going to ask about you know you, I'm sure you've seen the statistics about a third generation business, and we've t- we've talked about it a little bit. I, I think the uh, the, st- the, st- the statistics for a family business surviving into the second generation is only thirty percent, and then only twelve percent of businesses are viable into the third generation. So, and, and I've talked to many people over the course of the time where you deal with two different age groups. So, you know, what are we Gen Xers? You have Gen Xers dealing with, with baby boomers right. and there's that difference there. So how, or were you able to, for lack of a better way to explain it, convince your dad and your grand grandfather that they were wrong or they should do something a little bit different, even though they've done it a different way their entire lives. Uh, well, <laughs> you've met my grandfather, but for those of you who haven't, um, he's never going to eat. He, he was, he thought he was wrong once, but he was mistaken. <laughs> uh, you're never going to prove to him that, you know, he was wrong or you were right or whatever. And that's not, and that's not the point of it. You, you know, you, if you're trying to back yourself out of a business at a certain point in time, you have to say, uh, let me see where this goes. Let's, you know, let him, let him, let him run on the leash and, 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 and the leash gets longer and the leash gets longer and the leash gets longer, you know, yep. and, before the snapback happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then yep. you know, every once in a while, you'll hear this thing, you know, from the other desk here in my office for my grandfather. That, uh, that's, that seemed to work out. Okay. Huh? He was like, yeah, it worked out fantastic. He goes, yeah, it worked out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> the, uh, the other interesting thing about a family business is I, so I have two brothers if I had to work with them every single day, I'm not sure how well that would yeah. go. You know, I love them to death, but working together every day, how, how is it working with your siblings on a daily basis? So, um, yeah, you ever hear, you, this is a really interesting thing because you ever hear about these people and, and I, and I'm one of them. Okay. Um, I have two kids. Uh, you have, you have, uh, three, right? Yep. Not two of them are ever alike. It's true. Ever. ever. It's okay. very true. Totally different. Um, Amy, Bobby and I are the same thing. Yeah. I, I have, uh, now I'm, you know, I'm sure that all of us could do one of the other's jobs or whatever, but you know, you, you do what you love, you do what you enjoy. Uh, you do what comes easy to you. And what do they say? You never work a day in your life. If you love what enjoy you do. Yeah. Um, you know, and Bobby's, you know, he has his area of the business. I have my area of the business you know, Amy has hers. It's a big enough, I mean, it's a big enough operation. I mean, we're, we, you know, we have 130 employees. Right. Um, so we, we each have our area that we, that we focus on and um, we, you know, it keeps us out of each other's hair. I mean, most, most mornings um, uh, I'm sitting in my brother's office and Hey, you know, what's going on? What did you know? What happened to yesterday? And, you know, yeah. and um, you know, anytime, any of us are having problems we, you know, we get together for a sounding board or, Hey, what do you think about this? I did this yesterday. It worked out good. And we do quite a bit of communication between us, but probably no more or no less than I do with my, my other managers in the business too. It, yeah. Everybody has their area, but we're all together here for the common goal, right? We're all, we're all here for the same thing, including all of our employees. Yeah. So that's interesting that you're able to create an environment I believe so, uh, the book Good to Great calls it unique ability, where 
you guys are able to concentrate on what you do the best and let other people delegate those responsibilities that you're not good at to other people. Well, between the three of us, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't make that happen. That right. happened organically. It's great. My father, who, who, who was much more into the, to the marketing side of it and um, how, you know, how are we going to brand our products and, and market them and things like that. That was, you know, my father was into that. My brother found that interesting. And he, when he came in, he started, you know, he, he started with that. Um, I was interested in the production side and the business side of it. And, and that, and that's what, what I started in when I, when I got here. Yeah. One of my grandfather's, one of my grandfather's realm in the company. And I don't think Amy, if, you know, if you went back however many years you said, you know what I mean? And asked, uh, uh, Amy, you know, what she would do or what advice she would give, uh, you know, I don't think she'd have any idea that she was going to be running sales and have 10 different sales reps under her and three customer service representatives in the office. And yeah, she ever would have thought that in a million years, but she's good at it. Right. That's great that 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 all worked out. So one of the questions I I have kind of an odd question, but legislation is changing drastically, even potentially at the federal level. Have you guys given any consideration to growing marijuana? I haven't thought about it longer than no. Okay. Um, I don't have an interest in it. I do believe that there are some people who, if they got involved at the right time early on, can make decent money. I think it's fairly lucrative to start. The problem is, is what we're seeing in California, Colorado, Oregon, these places, uh, whether whether it be recreational or whether it be um, medical, yeah, going out of business because they, they just license too many growers. There's too much product, and they all of a sudden now they have these big, giant, super expensive. <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's become you know it's just become a real it's become a real problem. Yeah, um, my. Again, my big nose were, I don't have an interest in it. Yeah. And I really don't want to do anything that's more regulated with the federal government than what we're already doing. It's I a just, fair point. They, listen, they, the pen is mightier than the sword. They can put you out of business overnight. Yeah. One law, one ruling, one, uh, one anything. Now, I don't know how much um, the listeners out there know about growing plants and things like that. But marijuana is not meant to grow this far north. Gotcha. We need a lot of light, a lot of heat, a lot of big, expensive greenhouses. Yeah. If the feds ever said, hey, we're opening this thing up and with a pen stroke, you can can take uh, commercially grown marijuana across state lines. Yeah. Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. They'll put everybody outside of those states out of business overnight. Yeah, so it's not even environmentally feasible, and it's not really what you do. So there's no 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 use in spending time on it. You can go to Texas and New Mexico and grow in the field. Yeah, I mean, that does make no, a ton of sense. No facility, no. I mean, nothing. Stick uh, with what you do. That's, yeah, that's that's where we're at. We're 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 sticking with what we know. Um, I mean, that's that's how you've been successful so far. So why change that? So two, two, one question that's sort of two ends. If you look back on your career, 
what would you say your lowest point is? And the flip side, what's the point that you're most proud of? Can you point to one, one time in your, in your career where you go, this was the worst? So it, it wasn't really a bad point in, in our career, but it, it felt rough to me. You know, again, I started here back full time after I graduated college, 2001. Things were pretty good for a little while there. And then um, was it like 2008, 2009 when the when the housing bubble burst there? Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was still pretty green, but I, I was I wanted to grow my just about that time. My my brother and my sister were both in. But again, it was they and they were super green. And uh, as was I, and, you know, we were doing things and we were adding, we're like, you know, what can we do to increase our sales? And we'd try new things and, and try adding this and adding that and, and, and doing different things here. And we ended up with a flat result. And then the next year we, all right, well, let's try to do this and try to do that and try to do this. And we ended up with a flat result. And we did that for like three or four years and I said, I, uh, you know, I don't know. It's very disheartening after three or four years in a row, you're, you're trying to grow this business and we just, we just couldn't grow it. We couldn't, we couldn't, couldn't get results, yeah. um, you know, which included trying to get results in profit too. Sure. Yeah. Well, once, you know, we were in that economic downturn and once that thing kind of let loose, we were going 10, 15% increase that year. Then the next year was 20% increase and then another 15 or 20. And, and it's just been on a very upward trend, ever, you know, ever since then. And what we didn't realize at the time was trying to do all these new things. We were just, we were kind of molding our company or molding our business or molding our brands for what was upcoming. And we just, they, it, the, the, the market just hadn't said, okay, yet. Yeah. And then finally, once the market started, once people started, you know, got back into their houses and less foreclosures and everything else, and it took off, we were already, we were there, we were ready. We, 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 we did all this new stuff. We had it all. And, yep. and we were just ready for that point in time. But I, I, I do remember back then, it's just, it was very disheartening trying to increase and we were just ending up with flat. Now, yeah. in hindsight, you were on the right path. When you talk to other people, they were like, you were flat back then? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we were way down. You know, we were coming, you know, and we never went down. We were we were li literally flat. I remember the old saying was flat is the new up. Flat's the new up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's exactly what we were doing. But it was just very, um, you know, very disheartening to, yeah. to be in that and and, and trying your damnedest to, to not be that. But we just, we could not get it to grow. We just couldn't. And uh, the market just wasn't ready. Yeah. Most companies don't really like to put money into marketing or new strategies when things are going south, as far as the economy is concerned. So kind of doubling down when the, when the economy's going into the crapper, you know, you'd be able to, to, to double down and, and start investing in it. Obviously that paid on the other side, real to your point, really tough to see it when it's, when it's happening and you're in, in the soup. Uh, but Obviously, well, that paid off well. Hindsight's twenty twenty. When you're in it, it's uh, about twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great point. Um, so, if you look at the business overall, what do you think the end game is for it? What do you think? What would you like to see happen to the business? 
go into generation four or something completely different? Yeah, you know what? You know, I don't know. Um, it was, uh, I, I was never forced. My brother and my sister were never forced to uh, come into the business. Um, I had a job here um, in high school and, or, or, you know, and through college or whenever I wanted. I had a job here if I wanted it. Right. Um, but uh, I, I wasn't paid. I wasn't paid as anything more than, you know, some green kid that didn't, didn't know anything. Yeah. Uh, You're paid for your experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, um, so, you know, I had a job if I wanted it. I, I mean, I, I knew that I wanted to come back and do this. I grew up right here next to the nursery. I had, I had the biggest backyard of any kid ever had. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I spent a lot of time in the backyard, but that being said, you know, it's not, it's not the easiest industry. It's not, uh, most self-employed businesses aren't nine to five jobs, but this one's really not. Um, you know, in the springtime, there's a, uh, around a two month period that we're working a hundred hours plus. Wow. Um, we're putting, you know, we, we were talking about weather. I mean, we put a lot on the line. Um, we're dealing with a perishable product that can only be sold in a very small window. I mean, if you put the nursery business down on into a business plan and went <laughs> for money, they'd be like, you're out of your mind. Kid. No, way. no way we'd ever do this for you. Right. Um, and somehow at the end of the year, we make it work out. Yeah. Well, that's great. I don't know what's going to happen um, with the next generation. And um, we'll, we'll have to, uh, address that someday. Um, my brother has a 11 year old and an eight year old. My daughter has a six year old and a three year old. And um, I have a, let's see, 11 year old and a six year old. Mm-hmm. Um, and the interesting thing is, is there's room in these businesses. You, you don't have to be a farmer. You don't have to want to get on a tractor. You don't have to, be good at growing plants to be in this, to be in this family business. Uh, right. There's lots of different attributes. There's sales, there's marketing, there's purchasing, there's, you know, there's office people, there's, um, there's tons of outside people. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. I mean, so far, I think we've only got one, one farmer up and coming, which is, which is my son. He's the only one that wants anything to do with trucks and tractors and yeah. <laughs> um, six, six years old. He, he can run a backhoe. He can drive a tractor. He can do all that <laughs> stuff already. You know, it's just too early for us to know if that next generation is going to want to be involved or not. Yeah. Lots can change as Amy has, has a lot, proven. A, a lot, has, a lot can change. And, you know, we, we just won't know. Um, Bobby and Amy have, we've all, we've sat down, we've talked about it, you know, and we have agreed that, you know, Hey, there's jobs here for them, but you know, if they want to be an owner and they want to be a serious part of this, it's not for everybody. And, and they got it. And they have to know that they yeah. got to want it where we won't, we won't make that mistake. Yep. Well, that's great. So thank you so much uh, for your time today. I, I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, so if you'd like to learn a little bit more about Don's business, check out their website at centertonnursery.com and be sure to support your local independent garden centers. Don, thanks again for your time. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Happy Half Hour with an Entrepreneur, sponsored by Rivers Edge Advisors. 
For more information on how Rivers Edge Advisors can help you, visit their website at riversedgeadvisors.com. If you'd like to connect with Brian Carney for business advice or just to share a beer, follow him on Instagram at riversedgeadvisors underscore LLC.